Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and thank you for joining us on the broadcast or podcast. You can listen anytime Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. at WJMM 99.1 in Central Kentucky Radio, or you can go to their website, wjmm.com, click on the podcast tab in the upper right, and click on the Love and Lordship links. You'll find today's and the previous two days' messages. You can also listen to all and various other podcasts at loveandlordship.podbean.com, loveandlordship.podbean.com, or videos at vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. Check it out at loveandlordship.com, which is our website for the ministry of the authority of love. And as all week we've been focused on Thanksgiving, we want to wrap up this week, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, Friday, entering into the weekend. We've had a good long week, a wonderful week. I pray it's been great for you. All this week we've been talking about the holiday and day itself, forming and building a lifestyle of Thanksgiving from an attitude of gratitude that God's Word tells us that we do so by giving thanks in all things. It's actually a major part of living for us in Christ, God's will, living in God's will for us in Christ. We closed with yesterday. I've talked about some or the previous day, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. We've touched on it to some degree, I think, every day. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all things, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So as we close out this week and continue to give thanks and enjoy our Lord, our families, and this great holiday, and look forward to Christmas, I've got some more how-tos to help you develop this lifestyle in line with God's Word. Think about this as you consider what Thanksgiving means to you, and Check out the final installment of this week's Thanksgiving series. Here it is. True Thanksgiving for God's glory and our good. And Andy Borowitz said this, For those of you who cannot be with family this Thanksgiving, please resist the urge to brag. <laughs> now, that's, sad. that's funny, but it's sad, right? Melanie White says it this way, Thanksgiving is a time to count your blessings one by one as each relative goes home. Now, we've talked about this some this week. While these sentiments hit close to home for many, I've not met one single person who goes into the holidays saying, here comes another another holiday season. I can't wait to get completely stressed out, take it out on my family and friends, then pack away the decor and pseudo decorum for another year so we can miserably do it all again. All of us desire to have loving relationships wonderful holidays, pleasant memories that we can look forward to and pass on to our children and grandchildren. So how do we do that? I hope that what you're hearing on the Authority of Love broadcast and podcast, not just this week, but throughout the entire message, is you're catching the message that the only way to truly make this happen is to make it a lifestyle, and we can't do that apart from Jesus Christ. I'm going to show you not only how you can do that, but how you can continue with that same spirit throughout each and every day, making your life much less stressed and your relationships much more fulfilling. Yes, your walk with Christ should be making your life much less stressed and your relationships much more fulfilling. Here are several great great quotes and scriptures that will help you give thanks in all things. Gerald Good. If you want to turn your life around, 
Try thankfulness. It will change your life mightily. The great poet Maya Angelou said, When we give cheerfully and accept gratefully, everyone is blessed. The only way to truly be thankful and have the joy that comes with it is to be thankful for all things. Develop and live with an attitude of gratitude. Actually, it's not about giving thanks specifically for the burdens, trials, and pains themselves that you have to endure. It's about trusting and knowing that God cares for you and is at work in every situation, good and bad, to bring about his will first and foremost for his glory and then in line with his glory for your good. That's the great verse of Romans 8.28 that we all know and love. Charles Dickens, we all know him from many writings, but probably most of all at this time from A Christmas Carol, right, or Scrooge. Reflect upon your present blessings of which every man has plenty, not on your past or even current, I'm adding that word, misfortunes of which all men have some. And then the iconic Willie Nelson. When I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. Here's a simple exercise that can help you learn to give thanks in all things. And I've included a couple of links at theloveandlordship.com if you want to go there and find the articles. You simply learn and meditate on the names of God. Let me say that again. Very simple practice. Simply learn and meditate on the names of God. And if you go to loveandlordship.com, I just finished about six months of covering 75 plus names of God from the scripture. You want to know why we can be thankful in all things? Get to know and love your creator and your savior and Lord in Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit in your life. As you do so, you will find that two things begin to happen. You Number one, you begin to know him much more intimately. And number two, as you know and love him, you begin to recognize that your circumstances never change him. He is always faithful, and you can give thanks always for his truth and his faithful work in your life. So let me just whet your appetite again with a few of those names of God and what they mean and encourage you to know that you can always give thanks because he is always faithful and his very names tell us this. The first one is Elohim, all-powerful, sovereign creator in covenant relationship with us. I've got scriptures. I'm just going to give them to you. You can go find more of these on loveandlordship.com and in the various articles. Genesis 1, 1 through 3, Deuteronomy 10, 17, Psalm 68. Jot some of these down and go back and look. Mark 13, 19. Colossians 1, 15 through 20, all point to Elohim. The second name is El Elyon, Lord Most High. Genesis 14, 17 through 22, Psalm 78, 35, Daniel 4, 34, and Acts 16, 17, all speak to the Lord Most High. There are many others, but I'm giving you a few. Remember, the more you get to know him and love him, the more you can have a heart, an attitude, a lifestyle of thanksgiving, and it changes everything else. The third name, El Shaddai. Amy Grant had a great song. Michael W. Smith, I think, as well, was part of that. El Shaddai, 
El Shaddai, El Elyon, Adonai. El Shaddai means Almighty God. I can't hardly say it without saying it. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyon, Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of your name. And she goes on with that. What a credible name and song. Almighty God. Genesis 17, 1 through 3. 35, 11. Chapter 48, verse 3. Chapter 49, 25. And Psalm 90, a great psalm in and of itself. Psalm 90, verse 2. Here's another great name to remind us who he is and how to be thankful. I am slash Emmanuel. I am that I am. I will be what I will be. And I am Emmanuel, God with us, a personal God, creator of the universe, sovereign over all, almighty, in covenant loving relationship with us. Check out these texts, Exodus 3.14. Isaiah 7, 14, which is one of the great messianic prophecies in Christmas. Isaiah 8, 8 through 10. Matthew 1, 23, and you will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Said that to Mary, the mother of Jesus. John 1, 1 and 14. In the beginning was the word and the word became flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. And the word dwelt among us full of grace and truth. The next name is Jireh, omniscient provider, deliverer, and savior. Genesis 22, 8 and 14 tell us about Jireh providing for uh, a Hagar, Sarah's handmaid, when she had her husband sleep with her, thinking that they were going to help God c- c- keep his promise. Then she sends her away out of jealousy and anger and bitterness And she goes and places the baby under a bush and walks off alone, thinking the baby's going to die. And an angel appeared and said, I am Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. Find that in Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is our shepherd. I shall not want. The next name is Rapha, the God who heals. Healer, restorer, sustainer. Exodus 15, 25 through 27. Psalm 103.3 and 147.3 and 1 Peter 2.24. By his wounds, we are healed. Wow. Thankful even when I'm hurting. The next one is Jehovah Nisi, a banner of strength, a conqueror of victory. And we find that that banner over us is actually love, the authority of love, the strength, the banner of love. Exodus 17, 15, and 16. Isaiah 11, 10 through 12. The next one is Jehovah M. Kadesh, the holy God who sanctifies you. Are you getting thankful yet? Are you becoming thankful yet in this Thanksgiving season that you can live a lifestyle of it? I pray that you are the holy God who sanctifies you. I'm just going to give you a few more without scriptures. You can find them. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is wholeness. We interpret it as peace, but we only find our peace when we find our wholeness, our life being lived out in his truth in every part of it. Jehovah Rohi, our shepherd who helps us. His concern, his care, his provision and guidance is always loving and perfect. Jehovah 
Sidkanu, our righteousness, our justice, our wisdom. He is all of that and he's imputed and imparted it to us. And then the last one for today, Jehovah Shema, the promised and ever-present help, security, protection, and fellowship. You don't think that God wants to be a personal God with you? The end result, the ultimate result of that is he sent God, Christ, in the flesh. He became God in the flesh in the form of his son, Jesus, so that he could die on a cross so that you could know and have all of this truth and grace and love. Remember, God's love and grace are every bit as evident in what he withholds as in what he provides. Share this with someone in your life to help him or her know the Lord and love them more fully. This takes faith, but what grows as we continue to know him more and more, his love and grace are every bit as present and powerful in the struggles and in what he withholds from us and brings us through as they are in what he provides and does for us. He knows best and he's always with us, even when we can't sense him. For this, we can always be thankful. Let me close out this week with two most prominent scripture texts that we've shared throughout the week. Philippians 4, 4 through 7. This is the blessings of joy, peace, and love in walking in his will and an attitude of gratitude. Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And then 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 